Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tailgate happening this weekend. Texas playing Wyoming. There'll be lots of tailgates happening. And if uh, you want to make sure that your tailgate is popping, make sure you got a lot of Bud Light. Bud Light's the perfect tailgating beverage because it's the perfect beer for any and every occasion, especially those football occasions. So make sure your fridge is stocked up with Bud Light. Your tailgate is stocked up with Bud Light. It's the best way to get the good times going and to keep the Bud Light flowing. So, folks, make sure that uh, you always got the uh, the Bud Light because uh, it kiss those good turns those good times into great times and the rest of the times into the best of times. So, remember, Bud Light brewed deep in the heart of Texas by Texans for Texans, and damn proud of it. Sue Patrick, the iconic local business, with us since 1975. That's 48 years. It's Sue Patrick and her son, Jay Willems. There, they specialize at Sue Patrick in just about anything that's truly Texas or truly Austin. But best of all, it's the greatest place of all to get the classy, really good Longhorn gear, merchandise, and clothing that you want. Just in right now, just in Texas Longhorn football player jerseys for 2023. And they are sharp. They've got them for players Xavier Worthy, Arch Manning, Quinn Ewers, and Jalen Ford. Texas Longhorn football player jerseys for 2023. Get over there, I suggest, now and get yours before they're gone. And by the way, there's no hot and confounding parking garage to deal with. You park right at the front door, 5222 Burnett Road. Plan your next visit any Monday through Saturday, 930 to 4. Or check them out now at suepatrick.com. Divided Sky Roofing and Solar, your go-to experts for roofing and solar solutions. You've heard me raving about Divided Sky Roofing and Solar's top-notch roofing services, but did you know they're also your ultimate full-service solar company? After enduring the hottest summer in Central Texas history, we all felt the heat in our wallets. Say goodbye to paying the power company and start paying yourself with a brand-new Timberline Solar Shingle Roof. Divided Sky Roofing and Solar. Visit DividedSkyAustin.com, 512-995-ROOF. Texas license, TECL 37397. Hey, what's up, folks? This is your lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. Winning season has officially returned, and now that the football season has officially kicked off, there are plenty of opportunities to win over at MyBookie. As a better, you demand perfection, and MyBookie delivers. NFL, college football, and a brand-new cash-out system that gives you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early, and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a much bigger payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odds boosts, free bets, and super contests. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code HORN, H-O-R-N, to grab a welcome bonus on the house. The promo code HORN to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. Remember, with MyBookie, you can bet anything, bet anytime, and bet anywhere. As long as you're betting with MyBookie, you're betting with the best. 
Don't miss the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend only at the Dripping Springs Ranch Park Event Center. Browse a huge display of hot tubs, cold therapy tubs, and swim spas from five major brands and up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise therapy and fun all year long. Immediate delivery is available and all four models must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Dripping Springs Ranch Park Event Center. Visit HotTubTX.com or call 1-800-SPA-SALE. That's HotTubTX.com. This hour brought to you by brain vault brain vault is a patented technology based on proven science that helps protect athletes to reduce the risk of concussions visit brainvault.com to learn more join the movement you're listening to ktaeam elgin k270co round rock we are the horn the horn Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Hook them up with E and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the horn. By the way, everyone uh, who has Spectrum... Reported that, that deal did get done. I heard rumblings of it got yesterday, done. and it apparently go. got done. ESPN was back on Spectrum, amazing what uh, what Aaron Rodgers and Monday Night Football will do to mm-hmm. get a deal done. Yeah, a lot of complaining. That's why they got a lot of emails. Well, and I'm complaints. sure as you just said, a lot of people flooded the YouTube TV, and because mm-hmm. you know, they weren't going to miss that Texas Alabama game, and now you're messing around with their NFL on Monday Night Football, the first one of the year, and it's Aaron Rodgers. And don't let people like you who test out court cutting experiment with it and go, it's not bad. Not bad. I probably should have did this before. Yeah, I was a big fan. That's what you don't want. You don't want the olds like E. Hogan and myself going, you know what, man? I'm going to cut the cord. I'm going to list a tie and cut the cord and then move on from cable and never look back. Ty never had the cord. He never had the cord. I've had the cord. I've had the cord. Well, I've had the cord. Hey, uh, still got the cord. Still got the cord. I need to cut the cord. Got to cut the cord. Well, I did. I've been having satellite for a long time. Been having. No. I've been having the direct TV for quite, quite a while. Uh, coming nice. up, uh, we would have put this in bullish or BS, our segment we do about uh, 7.50 every morning, but it hadn't dropped yet. But i got to take a, an issue with uh, something that's come down to pro football talk coming out of week one. Also, Rod, i got to address this uh, this lady running for the house in Virginia, mm. Shauna, Susanna Gibson. Yeah, man. Just, it's I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big believer in what you do. Do you, right? No, yeah. Hey, man. It's a free country. Do to each her own. As long as you're not hurting nobody. Right. Do, hey, be happy. Be happy. But she's running for office, so now this has become a national story. It's from the New York yeah. Post. Mm-hmm. The 40-year-old nurse practitioner. She's not bad looking. I was like, she's, she's just an attractive woman. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, well, now she's the naughty nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe this might help her. Well, oh, in her, in her race for the House seat 47, 57 in Richmond, Virginia. It's not going to help her with that, but it'll help her with the online persona and well, this, profitability. This line from this New York Post story is, in other videos, she suggested that her and her husband have tried swapping with different partners as she, as she is ethically non-monogamous. What does that even mean? They tried swapping. She's so non-monogamous, so she work? can't really be, because she, she can't live with one partner. She's ethically be against with, being exclusive to one person. Yeah, ethically, she enjoys cheating. Yeah, what, what, what she said, yeah. <laughs> well, what is the ethically part about? That's just trying to make herself sound better. Right, exactly. Ethically <laughs> non-monogamous. That seems like an oxymoron, but either way. Uh, but the, well, no, but no, the, no, 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 no. But that basically what she's saying is uh, she doesn't necessarily believe that monogamy is something that is a 
basically that that's an indictment on your character if you are not monogamous. It shouldn't be even that. Most people believe it is. Like you, like, oh, man, you're a bad person if you're unfaithful. She's saying, I'm not a bad person because I'm unfaithful. Don't be judging me on that. Right. And, yeah. But that he doesn't like sharing. So maybe yeah, but he's not <laughs> down with it. But you, but you know, this is his fault. He married the wrong one. Dude, you married a woman who is who describes herself as ethically non-monogamous and you don't like sharing? You married the wrong one, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing? Her Instagram doesn't really make her out as... This kind of person either. Maybe it's all for show the on the chatterbait. No. Uh, there's a picture of her husband here. He kind of looks like the kind of well, guy. Like, I mean, I understand the ethically on. part exactly. that, that her husband and, knows and, what her. What now he's her, a public cuckold, man. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a public. Now people know him. Like all your friends now know. All your family know that your wife is getting banged by somebody else on the regular. And now you have to, with your approval. And you have you approved it because when she says ethically non-monogamous, she's saying that we agreed to this. You married her. Yeah. Kind of like Jeff Levy. <laughs> At Oklahoma, <laughs> oh, lying to man. his boss, Joe Castiglia, but he doesn't like, so yeah, she's old freak nasty, and he's uh, <laughs> he wants nasty. to do Netflix and chill. <laughs> old freak nasty. Oh. Good for her. But <laughs> yeah, now, why is she running she, for house? But she's not denying who she is. She's saying, this is who I am, unapologetically. I am ethically non-monogamous. He's the one that tried to turn her into something that she's not. Yeah. Well, now she didn't want this out. Let's just say that. Oh, she didn't want the. Freak. She's taken to to uh, oh. going after her p- Republican opponents. Says my political opponents and their Republican allies have proven they're willing to commit sex crime attack on me and my family because there's no line they won't cross. Oh, because that is right. That's right. Revenge porn when you take somebody's. Well, I guess she's not putting, if you're putting it out there. She is putting it out. She's there. putting it out there. It's not like on her <laughs> private exactly phone. Right. It's, on a, it's yeah. on a website. She's got like <laughs> seven thousand followers. That is true. Yeah, you're getting. But if you take stuff off yeah. of somebody's phone or, or you steal it, it's in stolen, and she's putting it out there freely. She's butt naked putting it out there. I'm like, oh, freak nasty, as you say. <laughs> oh, the, the, the naughty nurse. Well, you know, teach his own. Teach her own. I, that's fine. But uh, now she's running for office, so it's going to become a public story, and I feel terrible yeah, for her. Yeah, what does she think show. was going to happen when you run for office? That's why people don't just run for office. I know. You know your dirt's going to come to the light. going to come out? Come on. Come on, man. And now, now your man is publicly humiliated. Oh, so now his friends are like, dude, I, know she, I thought his wife was hot. Now I can actually. I have a chance with her. She's ethically non-monogamous. But he doesn't like to share. Well, you married the wrong one. Come on, man. Hey. You, you, you married a woman who wants to swing, and you're not a swinger. Come on. Hey, listen. Look who showed up on the text line. Did somebody call me? Great show, guys. Oh, a freak nasty ATX. <laughs> Somebody there he is. There he is. Oh, freak nasty. <laughs> He's up in here. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, that the guy who great. knows his his handle on our text line. Oh, well done there. That's a good job. That's that quick, too. Somebody said one-sided, ethically non-monogamous Will and Jada Smith Pinkett. Oh, that's true. But see, that belief, the belief is that Will agreed to their open marriage, but now he just doesn't like the fact that she took it public, and then like the affair became public with her. And she's that the other worst. Day. Jada yeah, is the she worst. She seems to be the worst. Jada is a is a she's a gaslighter. She actually gaslights yeah, when that, Will. She a did lot. an interview with him yeah. where she was pretty much interviewing him, like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know how you know how you I know like you put up. She said, "There's been an entanglement and, and with." Like, Mm-hmm. Me and another man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she talks about Tupac all the time. Like, she yeah, does. that's my real man. Tupac. No, she does. Really? No, she yeah. talks about Tupac like basically that that was a love of her life and he was lost. And Will Smith has always basically had an insecurity. And this is this goes back to his time as a rapper too. Remember, he was the PG thirteen rapper who would never cuss. 
All right, and and, and two, Fresh Tupac is probably the most infamous gangster rapper of all time, potentially. All right, uh, but also one of the goats. And Will Smith has always felt insecure and inadequate, trying to live up to his wife's, you know, long lost love, which was Tupac, who got you know killed uh, as a you know was he twenty six something like that, um, as a twenty six year old rapper and like. You know, and an actor, by the way, too. He was an actor. Um, so Will Smith, I think, has had a hard time living up to that, and that's part of his insecurity of why he is, you know, so. Well, now this poor guy in Virginia, his whole life's out cuckolded. there. His wife's old freak nasty nurse is going after uh, the. Now he's in working. these videos too. I know. Well, now she's running for house. Why is she doing that? She put mm. their business out there. Hey, uh, anybody can run for whatever they want. If you want to vote for her, you can vote for her. Coming up in the uh, primary for House Seat Fifty Seven. If you live in Virginia. If you live in Richmond, Virginia, or the Greater. Commonwealth. Hey, uh, Monday night was the NFL's wow. 650th regular season overtime game. 650th, Rod. It's only the third to end with a putt return touchdown. And did that's you? Wild. That's pretty awesome. But here's my disagreement before we get into Rod's rant. I saw where uh, Mike Florio and his crew at Pro Football Talk, uh, they do a weekly power poll. Yes. And uh, I'm, I know it comes for clicks. But right now they have the Cowboys power polled at number six in the National Football League. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Niners one, mm, okay. Dolphins two. It's not. That's not crazy. Eagles three. Not bad. Jets four. That's ridiculous. Chiefs five. Not crazy. Cowboys six. The Jets are the only one that seems ridiculous. The Chiefs lost to the Lions. Yeah, but know. they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Didn't or have Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. We what all about know Cleveland? That. I'd put. I mean, if anybody's gonna be able, to, I'd put Cleveland. One week does not a season mm. make. They have them at eleven behind yeah. the Bills. Surprisingly, I'm sorry, I don't disagree with the By Jets. The, way, the, Bill, the, the, the Browns will be on Monday Night Football this week playing the uh, Steelers. The Jets are the only one to me that seems ludicrous, but that's crazy. But the rest of them, I mean, come on, guys. The 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 if the Chiefs didn't have Kadarius Tony actively working against them, dropping passes. Yeah, that was he was. A, <laughs> there's a saboteur. Right, or a, exactly. or a, a double agent working for some other team, um, and then not Chris Jones, not having Chris Jones, who's a top well, three defensive tackle, and not having Travis Kelsey, the greatest tight end in the history of the game. Right, so they should be five. They probably would have won. Okay, Cowboys should be five. What about he, the Eagles? Because you can't put them at. Well, you can't. This is one the game. Eagles are, the Eagles won Eagles at New won. England. Eagles are, they scored like seven points in the last three quarters of that Who game. Cares? They should have lost if it weren't for a foot out of bounds. Mac Jones, only quarterback in week one to throw, or one of two quarterbacks to throw for three touchdowns. The defense didn't look that great. Lost to Kobe Dean. I don't know. The Eagles did not look very good to me. I thought they looked fine. That D-line looked nasty, though. Yeah, did you see the numbers for uh, the rookie Jordan? Uh, what's his name? Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, are you Ooh. kidding me? I mean, this guy was was Aaron Donald, I'll but give, bigger. I'll give, how about this? Okay. If you look at week one pass rush get off, that's ball get off. How quickly uh, you obviously can uh, get off the snap. Miles Garrett led the NFL at point five eight, and then number two, three, four, seven, and eight are all from the Philadelphia defensive line: Josh Sweat, Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, and Milton Williams. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, uh, you got five of the top eight. Uh, yeah, Jalen Carter, the rookie who they got in the ninth <laughs> pick, who a lot of people thought was the most talented player in the draft, but the off field stuff. He had 34 pass rushing snaps, eight total pressures, most in the league, seven hurries, one sack, uh, won his battle, uh, you know, most of the time. That guy is a problem. He's going to be a big problem. So, look, I, you know, my beef would be with the Jets. I mean, the Jets can't be up there. Because uh, Aaron Rodgers is hurt, you can't then write Pro Football Talk that if Aaron Rodgers hadn't gotten injured, the Jets might have won by three scores. Well, now he's hurt, and he's not coming back. Cowboys are top five. 
top five power poll. Uh, I agree they can't be ahead of the 49ers because the Niners looked equally impressive in Pittsburgh, and they've beaten the Cowboys in the playoffs each of the last couple of years and looked even better this year. Brock Purdy was amazing. Uh, Dolphins, though, are the Dolphins there yet? Maybe. I think the Cowboys and Dolphins would be my debate who would be four and five because I don't I have no problem with the Niners, the Eagles, uh, and the Chiefs being yeah. ahead of the Cowboys. But Je- Dolphins, I don't know yet. Because I would take, uh, you know, the, that Cowboys defense, ferocious. But, man, oh, what a matchup that would be with the Dolphins. So, uh, I think Cowboys are top four. The Cowboys uh, will continue to rise, in my opinion. Though. Agreed. Because we haven't even really seen the offense. I think the offense is actually going to be pretty good. Right, well, we'll when see. When they get more plays. Yeah. No, <laughs> all the offenses are behind the defenses except for the Dolphins. I mean, because uh, they looked amazing. So, uh, all right. And that goes back to Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers. Is How is everybody's <clears> – <throat> Defense ahead of every other offense in this league in week one because no one played in the preseason, yet his defense, who was, as you said, invested the third highest third. percentage of their salary cap to their defense with guys yeah. like Joey Boza and Derwin James and Khalil Mack, and they can't get a single sack on Tua in 45 dropbacks? They have the third and the sixth highest paid edge rushers in the NFL. Garbage. <laughs> That's garbage. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know how they can't be a more effective defense, especially with a defensive mighty coach. And maybe the Dolphins are that good that they're that dynamic offensively that they stress you so much, which is why you want to see them. And they'll get tested, right? They'll play the the, the Patriots, who have a really good defense. They're going to play uh, really good the Jets a couple times. I can't wait to see those matchups when they go head to head with some of the top offenses in the league. And they they certainly did that. But yeah, the Chargers should be a better defense. Uh, real quick, uh, a little stat on Michael Parsons. We were just talking about the Cowboys defense and how good it is. Michael Parsons was double teamed on more than half of his pass rushing snaps versus the Giants. Still got four pressures in the sack. Yeah, on fourteen pass rushes, on fourteen pass rushes when he was double teamed. Well, Crazy. Best as far as power polls, that's fine. But best performances of week one were Niners, Cow- Cowboys, Dolphins. No, that cow. And honestly, that that Dolphins offense eight over eight yards per play. Yeah, that's freaky. And I'll say this: the, you know, the defense people will say, well, they gave up thirty-four points. Well, they were up two points with a minute forty-five to go, and Vic Fangio's defense dialed it up. And we're, I mean, Justin Herbert in this league where everyone can take their team down and get a field goal in a minute and 45 seconds. And Cameron Dicker had a chance to be the hero there. They stuffed him. They stoned him. They didn't let him move the ball. And that's, a, that's your defense getting you a win in this league. Can I say something about Brandon Staley, though, too, that bothered me? I know we'll get into Rod's rant, but the hell, this might be a rant, too. Do you know that the Chargers going up against the Miami Dolphins, who have arguably the most dangerous, lethal, wide receiving core or duo in the NFL with Tyreek Hill and Jenny Waddle. Chargers played man defense 80% of the time. What? That's exactly. Not- Everybody, what? Against Tyreek Hill and Jenny Waddle, what are you doing? Your corners aren't that good. Nobody's that's why, corners are that good. That's why the Dolphins had four, 466 passing yards. Nobody's corners are that good in the league. Nobody. You can't play that much man coverage. Dude, you are oh, you're doing a huge well, disservice uh, to your uh, defensive backs. And trust me, Cowboys, Come I'm on, not Stanley. saying this to be insightful. I'm saying that the, the, the Chargers hired Kellen Moore last offseason. They probably should have hired Dan Quinn and fired their coach. Because I think I've seen enough of Brandon Staley. Uh, Can you imagine Dan Quinn with that defensive personnel? I can't believe and let, he did then bring, that. bring Kylan Moore with you and yeah. let him call the offensive oh, wait, play. Can you imagine Dan Quinn with Duran James? Yes. Ooh, yes. Wee. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. And Cowboys are thrilled that he's back for year three, and uh, that team is ridiculous. Yeah, Sta- Staley may be done after this year if they can't make the playoffs. And I don't know if they. I don't think I have been. Well, think about it in a league where the offenses were behind the defenses across the board. Everybody struggled offensively. 
to it, and, and you just said it. They played man coverage 80% of the time. That was your plan against the two most dynamic <laughs> receiver core in the country. You were all season to work on that plan? That was your plan? Come on, man. <laughs> that was your Time plan? Time to flush the plan. <laughs> all right, let's get to Rod's rant if that already wasn't it because that was really good. Let's get to uh, Rod's thoughts on a at 9.15 on a Tuesday. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite. And start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, no, you've done it now. It's time for Rod's rant of the day. Hold on to your butts. All right, uh, I got a couple of things. Uh, one, um, uh, one compliment I want to give the Texas defense after rewatch, and uh, one critique, not a criticism, because they played too damn well to criticize anything they did. Uh, Texas was phenomenal, but I do have a critique. If this Texas team, we want to get them to a team that can be undefeated potentially, uh, even be just a one-loss team. I had them with two losses uh, at ten and two prior to the season, and one of those losses was actually Alabama. So I guess now I'm thinking eleven and one. For the Texas team. If they're going to get there, uh, they still got to get better week to week. Even Sark said that. Um, here's Sark at the media availability talking about uh, the, the, week to, the areas they still need to improve and how this team still can improve week to week. But like anything, there's things for improvement. We already touched on the offense. Uh, we've got to take care of the ball better than we did. That thing cannot be as loose as it was. Um, you know, we still missed a couple opportunities in the red area where we had chances to score, which is somewhere where we definitely need to improve. Uh, I thought defensively, you know, we got a, we got a little sloppy in our coverage and, and allowed them to, to make some explosive plays there in the fourth quarter. Third and 17, they get a big completion over the middle. And then obviously the, the long, you know, catch and run for the touchdown was just a, you know, just awareness of, of what we're trying to do coverage wise and um, you know we when we play really great football we minimize those explosive plays we're, we're very aware situationally uh, so areas for us to improve no question you know, as we as we move forward all right here's another cut uh, coach is talking about some of those areas improvement also the confidence uh, with this football team here's Steve, uh, Steve Sarkeesian they are confident and you know, I think one of the mistakes I can make is try to beat them down and 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 then knock the confidence out of them. You know, I've I've spent two and a half years trying to instill confidence into them, and so uh, I want to be mindful of that. But two, I have to point out areas for us to improve and where we can get better as a team. And I think, you know, ultimately for me, being transparent with them um, all of the time—good, bad, ugly, whatever that is—that I've earned their trust. Um, that I would never guide them in a direction that, that wouldn't be in their best interest to, to perform at the highest level. And so even today when we went in and, and okay, here's the plan, here's the messaging, here's what we're trying to do this week, um, I felt like they accepted that message and they accepted it as a challenge and now they go, need to go put forth the work to, to prepare to go do that. So um, I, again, it's a little bit of a slippery slope because, again, you know, when, when you're overly confident, sometimes that's when you can skip the details. Well, excellence lies in the details. And so we have to make sure that we continue to press upon that way and, and whatever those details are uh, in any phase of the game. 
Uh, it's lies into the details. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think Sarkis' message right now is messaging his own point uh, with all the guys. And uh, he's talking about, you know, even though they had a great game, there's still some areas where the team can improve. And his job as a coach and the assistant coach is to point out those areas because you're looking for the perfect rep. You're trying. You're pursuing perfection. You're not going to get there. You've got to be realistic. All right? You're not Jesus Christ. You're not going to get there. You're not going to be perfect. But your pursuit of perfection will leave you somewhere in the area of excellence. If you're pursuing perfection uh, relentlessly, you'll end up in the area of excellence, and that's what you want. Um, that's that championship level of play that Texas needs. Uh, I pointed this out before the game that Texas needed to have a plan for empty formation because Bam was going to run it. They had run it against Texas in 2022. Uh, Bryce Young completed 90% of his passes against Texas out of empty in 2022. That was really the adjustment that won them the game by Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator at the time. Uh, first week, week one, JT Daniels of Rice, only concept that worked for them was actually – Empty formation, had an 85% completion percentage out of empty. The only touchdown for them came out of empty formation. And I said, well, if you're watching film based on what Alabama did uh, last season and based off what you're watching from week one, they're going to run empty. They did. And I said, I tweeted out, Texas needs to have a plan to defend empty and deploy several different spies to neutralize Miro. They did a great job of that. I think there were 13 plays of it that I counted. And you're out of your five sacks, three of them came on empty formation. <laughs> so well, they definitely had a plan ready for it. Uh, Milrow, only 50% completion percentage out of empty on those 10 dropbacks, 23 yards, barely anything. Had a little bit more success running the football out of empty uh, just because he broke contain maybe once or twice, but still uh, negligible yardage. I think Texas did a, a brilliant job being ready for the stress factors that were presented to them out of empty formation. So that's the compliment. They actually had a really good game plan for it. And that's now why you go work on the bunch formation, as you're pointing out, <laughs> yes, because uh, that's going to show up uh, because it's been the one way. Because you know, the Wyoming coaches and Baylor are going to look at that film and say, man, they're hard. That's a tough nut to crack. What, what do they give up? Well, you just said yeah. a bunch formation. Um, I, I brought this up earlier in the show, so if you missed any part of it, I won't go into too much detail here because we're up against the break. But uh, for those who might have missed it, go check out the initial Raj rant. I think we did it in the 8 o'clock. Uh, was it 8 o'clock or the 7 o'clock? Uh, first rant was at 7, 7 o'clock. Yeah, so we yep. did it in the 7 o'clock. <clears throat> we'll get that posted for you. But um, <clears throat> just being you know, kind of uber critical because the Texas defense played really well. Uh, but if you want to look at areas to improve that Sark brought up, and these are things that Sark says that he's going to point out, and he, he talked about the deep play passes, the deep vertical shots Texas gave up against Alabama. The, the reason that is a concern, um, and it's not something that they can't correct, but it is a concern, is because it was something that actually was an issue last season. Um, and the reason bunch formations work really well is because it gives receivers a free release. Texas wants to reroute, redirect wide receivers. They can't do that when they're in bunch formations. Bunch formations, for those who don't know, clusters of wide receivers. Sometimes they're stacked on top of one another. Sometimes it's a tripod bunch. It's a triangle. Um, all the different players in the bunch are at the tips of that triangle. Uh, they also call a snug formation, really tight twins formation, minus splits where you bring the wide receiver really close to the line of scrimmage right next to the tight end. So there are different ways you can cluster wide receivers together. That essentially is what a bunch formation is. But when that's done, DBs have to back off. They can no longer try to press or get their hands on receivers to redirect and reroute them. You have to read and react to the release of the wide receiver, and that's a little bit different. It puts it, it makes you less aggressive, puts you on your heels, literally, as a defender, because you have to wait and react to what they're doing and read those route combinations. And Texas had a little bit of trouble doing that. Last season, uh, Bama had over 80% completion percentage uh, targeting players who were running routes from a bunch for 
automation. Same thing with Iowa State. Texas Tech was upwards of 70% completion percent. So it's really high accuracy rates and efficiency rates passing and targeting players who are running routes out of that bunch formation. That's because they're getting free releases, and it's forcing Texas to read and react rather than redirect and reroute against Alabama. 87% completion percentage out of bunch for when Jalen Murrow was targeting a player out of bunch formation. Uh, that two-point conversion also, that was out of bunch, targeting a player out of bunch formation. Uh, Texas, if you include the two-point conversion, um, they allow 22 yards per attempt to Jalen Murrow when he was targeting bunch formations. Those two touchdowns, the 39-yarder and the 49-yarder, came when targeting bunch formations. And also, if you take out the two-point conversion, you're talking about a 24 yards per attempt average allowed when the opposing quarterback, Jalen Murrow, was targeting bunch formation. It worked for Rice a little bit, too. They were at 60% completion percentage targeting players out of bunch formation. Their longest play of the game, the 37-yarder, came targeting players out of bunch formation, had an 11-yard first down on third and four targeting a player out of bunch formation. They averaged over 11 yards per attempt targeting players out of bunch formations. Wyoming will present it to Texas in their own way, but you'll continue to see this as a a concept uh, that can that can be effective versus Texas all season long until they prove more effective versus it. I think they did that in the empty formation, so you'll probably see it less because they were so effective defending it versus Bama. That's how football works. Until you stop it, teams are just going to run it. Yeah, I remember that uh, Iowa State game last year. Was, uh, Xavier Hutchinson was just killing him. Oh, that bunch. They couldn't yep. get a hold of him, and he had a huge game, even though they knew he was the number one weapon. Uh, by the way, that uh, the success against the empty formation the other night and those sacks, That's a couple great. of them came from the freshman Anthony Hill. Yes, he did. He's been named the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Week just now. Sean Alexander Freshman of the Week. Yeah, congrats. So congrats. now Quinn Ewers National Player of the Week, Longhorns National Team of the Week, according to the football writers, and now – uh, Anthony Hill Jr. with that huge game, the national freshman of the week. And the beauty of Ethan Burke's ascent and the beauty of D- David Bender proving that he can be a stabilizing force at off-ball linebacker is that now you don't have to rush Anthony Hill and you don't have to pigeonhole him into, oh, he's got to play off-ball linebacker. Oh, man, we need him on the edge. You can use him situationally. And with the new age of positionless football, he's a guy you can move around. You can put him off-ball linebacker. You can put him inside to blitz and stunt and uh, use twists and stunts in games up front. You can put him on the edge. He's a guy that you can force defenses that the offenses to have to play Wells Waldo with Anthony Hill. Well, another freshman stepping up for Texas two years ago was Xavier Worthy. Last year, Kelvin Banks, now Anthony Hill Jr. And, of course, Ethan Burke is a redshirt freshman. Uh, we'll come back. A lot of talent at Texas. We'll talk more about it. Also, more from the NFL before the end of the hour. Some fun round of who said that as we roll on on a Tuesday. Hook him up with he and Rod B. Several people said I got attacked like hell by a jellyfish. Oh, see, how far you were you in the ocean? Remember, I got rules on this. If you're deep out there, it's it's their home. So you're in their territory. I only go nipple deep into the ocean. I, I respect it too much. They're nipple deep, too. This says uh, nipple deep. <laughs> I promise you that. Nipple deep in any ocean is actually too deep, Rod B. <laughs> That's Hook him up with he and Rod B. Morning 6 to 11 on The Horn. Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Yes, it is football season, and you know what football season means. That means it is winning season over at MyBookie. Over at MyBookie, you have a great chance now, folks, to uh, win big over at MyBookie, and there's lots of ways for you to do it at MyBookie. Now it is winning season, folks. Trust me, uh, this is the only spot for you to bet big and win big. That's better. You demand perfection, and MyBookie delivers NFL, college football, and a brand-new cash-out system that gives you options to bet 
bet big and win big all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, you cash out early uh, and use the funds on another bet, or you can let it ride for a chance at a much bigger payday. You can join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odds boosts, free bets, and super contests. To get started, just real simple. Go to MyBookie.ag right now, uh, register for an account absolutely free, free 99, and when you're ready to make your first deposit, use the promo code HORN, H-O-R-N, to grab a welcome bonus on the house. You know what that means. The promo code is HORN, H-O-R-N, to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. At MyBookie, you're making money before you even place your first bet. You can bet anything, you can bet anytime, and you can bet anywhere. As long as you're betting with my friends at MyBookie, you're betting with the best. Well, we are checking this crash. It's the westbound side of Ben White to headed toward Lamar. And right there at Lamar, we've got at least one lane blocked off back up toward I-35 because of that one. Uh, we're looking in the Hutto area now, southbound on Toll 130. Boy, we really had a lot of that traffic clear up earlier, but now we've got another crash. Uh, this is near Highway 79, so uh, back up there. But most of the I-35 delays are done. Uh, from Palmer to the decks, though, it's still going to be slow on the interstate and northbound uh, from uh, Slaughter to Stasty, Old Torp to Cesar Chavez, uh, stop and go. As far as other wrecks, uh, well, we have this one over at Congress and Cesar Chavez. Injury crash there. McKinney Falls Parkway, Burleson Road trying to wrap that one up. But a lot of the other ones have cleared, so uh, the news getting better. There's your traffic. Never forget September 11th and those who risked their lives to save others. This salute from Stevie K. Bear at Four Directions Realty in Austin. If you're in the market to buy or sell real estate in the area, look to a name you could trust. Call 512-997-9250. That's 512-997-9250. Or visit fourdirectionsrealty.com. Ask about special no money down for veterans programs. That's Stevie K. Bear at Four Directions Realty of Austin. Reminding us freedom isn't free. It's paid for by our heroes in uniform. Texas best Hyundai dealership just got better. It's the ultimate grand reopening of Round Rock Hyundai. Happening now. A complete remodel inside and out. Exclusive customer lounge. Special Hyundai factory program vehicles like a new Santa Fe and Incentive. All backed by America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Plus owner assurance. Based on total package of warranty program. Terms and conditions available. See dealer for details. See dealer for limited warranty details. See you at Round Rock Hyundai. 2405 North I-35 and roundrockhyundai.com. When you work hard, you sleep hard. And nothing beats the right mattress for turning sleep into a labor of love. And Factory Mattress is helping you upgrade your downtime for less during the best Labor Day sale ever. Rest easy with free 0% financing for five years and free delivery setup and removal. Plus, you'll save more than ever before because Factory Mattress is paying all your sales tax. My Factory Mattress. Experience the ultimate sleep upgrade with your choice of a Sealy or Simmons Queen mattress for only $4.99. Plus, save up to $700 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets with a $300 gift included. And the savings don't stop there because on top of all that, Factory Mattress is paying your sales tax. Don't miss the best Labor Day sale ever. Going on now at Factory Mattress for the love of sleep. My Factory Mattress. Aaron Hogan, Rod Paper, Austin, Texas, Sports, the Horn. Indeed, for the top of the hour, a round of Who Said That? In my my uh, audio, I'll play for Rod, or the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Mm, okay. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. That's my clue. That's okay. your clue, your context clue. All right, I like that. I'm hey, uh, 
A couple notes uh, that have come out this morning. We mentioned the power polls now being <laughs> released after week one. Everybody's got one. Cowboys were six in the pro football talk. Theathletic.com is out with theirs, with all of their panel of writers, with the Cowboys at number one, followed by the 49ers in their after number week one, one dust settles power I mean, poll. That's that was, more like it. That's more like it. Ty's like, line that up. I mean, it was, I mean, it got, they, they, first of all, to basically goose egg. An NFL team in week one, it's just hard to do. First time in 24 years in yeah, week one. It, exactly. Happened. It just doesn't. It just don't happen. Like, that's, that's hard to just to goose egg somebody. And then on top of that, to score on special teams, to score on defense. And, it's, I mean, that's just a lot. It's a lot of, you know, ways that they scored. Well, and I think for fans, including Ty, you have every right to be excited, but at the same time realize this league is built for parity. So as much as you dominated, they were awful. Uh, everything Chris Collinsworth awful. said was right. They were terrible. Brian Dayball's talking about, you know, we may have to make some changes or whatever. Uh, and, and I think the same thing. I like. I also watched the Niners do the same thing to the Steelers. And you don't think Mike Tomlin's having some hard conversations hey, right now? With I his remember team. last year being upset because I went. Me and my wife went to go because I went to go see my man Shano. I uh, went to go watch the 49ers. They lost to the Chicago Bears. I remember that like game. Like week it, one. That was in, the, in, the, in, a, in like a swamp. And it was ugly. It was like a foot ugly, of water. It was just ugly. So for everybody out there freaking out, it's, it's week one. It's week one. It, it is week one. And is, for those yeah. who are maybe too excited. But at the same time, yes. you know if you're you know, a Jets fan. J-E-T-S. By the way, I said, did you see the T-shirt the guy was wearing last night? The green T-shirt that says Jets. And then it says, just endure the misery. <laughs> like it's a, or just, just endure the sadness. The sadness. Endure just the endure sadness? the sadness. That's okay. what it was. Just uh, yeah, it hey. didn't, didn't, didn't make sense. I don't know how the Texans. Just endure the sadness. Can we do that with the Texans? Because yes, we have. Like, we have. We have. Like we, we will endure. It. Just endure. Well, the they've been sadness. doing it a lot longer than we have. They have. Well, but... if you take us back to our earlier days, and it's 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 similar there. Lord, just Lord has brought a little bit more joy sadness. than the Texans. And Texans have brought no joy. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's hard to feel bad for Jets fans, but you feel bad for Jets fans. I come all the offseason, all the hype. We got this team. Now we got Aaron Rodgers. We got a chance. He's our best quarterback since Namath, for crying out loud. Four plays? Four plays. Four plays. And they I got four plays. And they've drafted more quarterbacks uh, tied for the most quarterbacks drafted in the NFL since 99. They've been looking for quarterbacks forever in every which way they can find them. And they've drafted five in the top five yeah. since then. That's, that's Arnold. crazy. That's the Zach Wilson. Wow, I did not realize that. Hey, Damn, five hey, in the top five, and none of them worked R- out. Rod, Rod, just endure the sadness. <laughs> Do you, you watch you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. Did you watch? The, remember the episode where not everyone Larry Larry David's friend dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, and then they believe the reason he died, he committed suicide, is because the Jets were so bad. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he said, he, just endure the he was sadness. A Jets fan, he just could take the bad. Well, can you imagine? Seasons. I don't. You know, if you're the you're, if you're a fan of the Mets or and the Jets. Oh, think about that—the Mets and the Jets. Now Mets I know and 80, the Jets. '86 was pretty good, but beyond that, you know, you have that Subway Series deal. Some dark times, man. The Jets are just a disaster. And guess what? All of a sudden, a team like you could like rely on the other teams that were just miserable, like you. Now Detroit's good. You're like, damn it, Detroit. Now Detroit's like still good. got Cleveland. You still got Cleveland. You still got Cleveland. Hey, hey, but they're one right. Cleveland's t- they turning things around, man. They might be. Then the Mets they they played in a World Series recently. Didn't Subway Series. Well, it was back in the early 2000s. No, like. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the last like five, seven years, I'm not mistaken. mistaken. My history I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Well, Jets are much worse than the Mets, but I can't imagine being a fan of both. That would be awful. Yeah. The Mutts and the Juts. Just the enjoy the sadness. Well, by the way, and for folks who do, because I know why you all watch the Cowboys fan game and how just thoroughly dominant it was. If you didn't watch the 49ers, there was a moment in that game, Rod, when the yardage disparity was 202 yards for San Francisco to one for Pittsburgh. Wow. To one. 202 yeah. to how's, 1. How's that Kenny Pickett experiment working out? It was not good. But <laughs> bigger than that is they the, the 49ers run defense. They rushed for 41 yards the Steelers. You think the Steelers like to run the ball? You're not Kenny Pickett's not going to beat you if you run the ball for 41 yards. And that's where both the Cowboys and the Niners, and I would say the Eagles too. Mm-hmm. Their defensive fronts are so good. So good. But you just talked about what the Eagles did to the Patriots oh, in week 1. The Niners when they got Joey when they got Nick Bosa signed you know, they signed Javon Hargraves away from the Eagles to, mm-hmm. to play, you know, next to Eric Armstead. I mean, their front, their defensive front is so good. Uh, and so is the Cowboys. And so is the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, are the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that's going to determine whose offensive line is the best, right? Who can actually handle what those defenses are going to throw? I think, I mean, you know, I talked all offseason that you know, the NFC is kind of open because there, there's no Hall of Fame quarterbacks left. Well, you know what? Um, those three teams – are as good as anybody, right? That that so you, if you're the Cowboys, you feel like this is your chance, and you have every right to believe that. But you're gonna have to beat a really, really good football team in San Francisco, and and obviously in Philadelphia. Obviously, the injuries will take their toll. Mm-hmm. The Niners have been hit hit by injuries it's hard. Oh, uh, every year they've but, had a run. But, but the yeah. scary part is you got to see them on Sunday with their full complement, and the McCaffrey running for 150. The you know Brandon Ayuk for catching for 129 and two. Debo Samuel got his. Brock Purdy was great. Uh, in that game, and then good, their defense man. just stonewalled the Steelers. And as I said yesterday, if you watch the game, the, the Steelers wouldn't have scored unless for a, a personal foul penalty late in the first half that extended a drive that they ended up scoring their only touchdown. Other than that, it was a stonewall. So both the Cowboys and the uh, 49ers both essentially pitched shutouts in week the, one. The That's mo- impressive. The most remarkable thing, honestly, about this run that the 49ers have been on, actually, since Shano took over in 2017, they've had... And and honestly, they may be tied now, but I used to track it. They've had the second most, or maybe even the most after this past year, coaching turnover of any team in the league. Just because team, teams keep it's poaching. Like Nick Saban. They keep, taking yeah, their, they keep poaching their coaches and their front office guys. Keeps losing defensive coordinators. Keeps losing OCs, too. Both of them left after this past season. D'Amico and Bobby Sloat. Doesn't matter. Keep moving. Yeah. Keep rolling. You're right about that. That's Isn't it well crazy? Said. I mean, Mike McDaniel's in Miami, Robert Salas with the Jets. Just keeps losing uh, good ones. I mean, if you have the personnel, it's. I know, it's but, hard it's, to, it's, but it, it does go to credit Shano that Shano had yes. a blueprint. Like, it's not just, oh, man, he had a really good OC or a really good DC, and he's decimated now. It's like, nope, they keep moving. Offense, he's rolling because it's Shanahan's offense. And the defense, the way, and that's a good point, Todd, the way he constructed That's why he's he's big on drafting D linemen. He believes, I can go find me good, d- decent DBs. 
But what I can't go find out there on the open market or anywhere else are D linemen. So year after year, he's drafting D linemen in those high rounds with high draft capital. And he got the best linebacking group probably in the NFL too. Um, but this is amazing. Like the coaching turnover has not really affected you're right about his, that. his 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 100%. chances. Yeah. Well, and you're right about the D line, right? Who who is the big? You know, most good organizations don't like to dip into the free agent pool at the beginning when it's all high priced. Mm-hmm. Niners went and got Javon Hargrave because they understood the Eagles couldn't afford to sign him back, and that was you know they poached a great young defensive line or a really good young D lineman off of the Eagles, yeah. which added to what they do up front, and then of course the. Eagles got in the draft and drafted oh. the whole Georgia defensive line. <laughs> what happened to Jordan Davis? He's still there. Yeah, he's still I mean, there. Again, like, you don't even hear about him anymore. Now Jalen Carter's kind of taking well, over. Like, they you, still got Jordan Davis there. Uh, well, I know Cowboy fans. We'll talk about the second half against the Patriots. But did you see what they did with the? Because this was the Romo game on Sunday. The uh, the Patriots Eagles. When they needed to, they would put Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham in the game. Like wow. only when they needed. It. <laughs> Like, because they're old guys, right? Well, yeah, they, they, let the, they let the young guys play a, a lot of snip. Well, yeah, they yeah. just they put them in in big moments. Wow. And a big drive when, when man, we really need to stop here. And load management now with yes. your D-line. It's so well, I mean, loaded. Fletcher Cox is in his 30s, <laughs> middle 30s, and so is Brandon Graham. It's like, man. you know what? We don't. We got these young dudes, and we got these young but young bucks. We don't need to play them the whole game. It's amazing. But we'll put them in on a big drive. We'll put them in on a big moment. And they were rotating those guys. So all of a sudden, oh, oh here comes Fletcher Cox. Must fresh. be a big play. He's fresh, fresh too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and you know, it's one of the what is that uh, that Toby Keith song? I can't do it all the time like I used to do or whatever. Uh, but as good as I once was. I was as good as I once was. But you know, for for, 50, for one or two plays, for twenty yeah. snaps a game, <laughs> I'm gonna give it all. You'll get it all. Young you're buck. gonna get the whole <laughs> shebang. Okay, who has a better D line than the Cowboys or the Eagles? Uh, it's close. Ooh. It's close. Oh. Really close. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go Eagles. Okay. And I would put pass the Niners rush, in there, too. Pass rush specific. Oh, they, oh, Niners well, hold on. Too. Time out. The Eagles nearly broke the, the Bears' yeah. record for sacks last year. I know. I'm just saying. The I, Eagles I, nearly broke the Bears, the 85 go Bears' record for sacks. Slightly a slight edge to the Eagles, only because I think their interior D linemen are better pass rushers than the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, I would take the Cowboys' edge, I think. Sure. Because Michael's too. on the edge and DeLar- DeMarcus well, you, Lawrence on the edge. Well, if you're drafting from those, those teams, right? Yeah. Let's say you're taking the Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, and you're drafting the defensive fronts. Mike is the first pick, right? Mike is the first you would take Mike over Bosa. Right? Agreed. Bosa would be the second pick. People would argue. I, yeah, Bosa, I, would, I would definitely take Parsons. I would take I Parsons. I could see how you could. Well, Bosa, but, is, Bosa so is a defense. Yeah, I was it's close. close. It's tied. Close. Just say close. a tie. Push. Yeah, that'd be a hard pick to decide on. Right? Yes. Your defense is going to be good regardless. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's what's pretty fascinating about it. You know, you know, you're going with Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, and Jalen Hurts, those quarterbacks. But I man, these D lines are so good. The defenses are going to be so good, and they both, all three, really played well in Week One. A secondary, though, I think the Cowboys by far and away, in my opinion, I like their secondary go. better than I like the Eagles or the 49ers. I secondary. like the 49ers linebacker core better. Than yes, yeah, agreed. Yeah, agree. exactly. There so they go. all have their. <laughs> well, and I think Cowboy fans <laughs> were hoping to see some regression or problems with Brock Purdy. Man, Brock Purdy was awesome. Nah, he ain't. He was. He's, he's just so poised. He doesn't panic. Nope. Uh, the accuracy. Uh, he, you know, he's got so many. He's got to go through those progressions, but also let's not forget about the Niners. Their offensive line is really good. They protect yes. and they can run for two hundred yards in Pittsburgh. And so is the Eagles, though. Yeah, the Eagles' old line is nasty. All, all three teams are constructed pretty, pretty. Yes, similar. I agree. They're very similar. You're right about that. And it says, guys, Jets played well too. Their defense. Well, sure. And the Jets would be a contender if Aaron Rodgers hadn't blown his foot out on the fourth play of the season. Ruptured his Achilles. No one oh. thinks they're going anywhere with Zach Wilson at quarterback, but we'll see. Their defense is – those are your best defenses right there. Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, uh, Jets. I mean, you know, mm. and, and the Jets are really damn good. 
Jets and I'd are, probably put the Browns right there at four. Yeah, they, hey, they played like the it against they, Joe Burrow. The way they use Miles Garrett, and Miles Garrett had the, the, the fastest BGO ball get off in the league in week one. He's crazy. A, he's a that dude would be probably the number one star in the NFL if he played anywhere but Cleveland. Um, that's yeah. And if you he didn't smash I mean, people not in the anywhere, head with their, but if he played in a bigger yeah, market. I'm with you on and that. And if he didn't smash people in the head with their own helmet and those kind of things, <laughs> forgot all about that. Might never see that anything like that. Hey, we'll anyway. come back. <laughs> I forgot all about. We'll that, uh, discuss the. Wasn't there an N word allegedly thrown? Uh, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> that's an alleged N word. <laughs> that was like 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 physical felony assault on a football <laughs> yeah. field. We'll come back. It's who said that. Folks, we're still backed up. This is on the westbound side of 290 Ben White, headed toward Lamar. Just bumper to bumper through there, back up to I-35. Now, good news here, toll 130 near Highway 79, Round Rock Hutto area. Those delays are shrinking, and so not too bad there anymore. But Burnett Road near the frontage of Mopac on the north side, uh, near the domain, we do have an injury crash there, not affecting the main lanes, which are finally beginning to ease up, though it's going to be slow south of 183 toward 2222. Uh, south Congress and Cesar Chavez, earlier crash is uh, trying to clear there, except for a few hot spots elsewhere. Uh, things are getting better, slowly but surely. I'm Don Miller. That's traffic. Bud Light, folks, my choice and yours, the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns and the Texas Exes. And guess what? It's a home week. It's a game week, right? The game at Alabama was a thriller. It was phenomenal. And now you want to build on that with a big tailgate party. It's a night game. No more of this middle of the afternoon nonsense like week one. It's going to be warm. But guess what? Uh, under the lights, which means the tailgate parties get cranking up uh, with the ice cold Bud Lights and those beautiful burnt orange Bevo cans and looking great, the, the emblazoned logo. Uh, you're going to want those for sure at your tailgate party uh, to hook them for sure. But also, uh, you know, it's a home game. Rod and I are out uh, at a local spot on t- Thursday evenings. We'll let you know where that is when they let us know where we're going to be. We'll be out again uh, giving away prizes and uh, great opportunities. This will be Thursday night of home games and Thursday afternoon with Patrick Davis on the uh, uh, on his afternoon program, which we're looking forward to, the Sports Complex. So we'll be out there. Then it's tailgate party time. That means Mockingbird Saloon down on Guadalupe to get you ready for the big game. Uh, come on by on your, on your way into your tailgate party or just come join us. We'll be watching all the games at the Mockingbird and uh, getting you ready for the Texas-Wyoming game. It's a perfect spot, and that's what Bud Light is all about, whether it's uh, tailgating, uh, watching these big football games that start on Thursday night, the, the baseball race to the finish line in the American League West uh, at your house. You're just doing with the ice-cold Bud Lights. Brewed in Texas by Texans, official domestic beer partner of the University of Texas Longhorns. Be sure to look for it at DKR when you cheer on the horns and hook them. Seeking specialized patient-focused orthopedic care? Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Our physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spine care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and more. Whether it's a mobility or movement issue or a traumatic injury, our goal is to get you back to good health and quality of life. Visit us at TXOrtho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. We're mic'd up at Tom Foolery's at Kalahari Resort. It's time for the arcade. Which one? The pink one. These kids are so addicted to the claw game. Go girl, go girl. Hole in one. Got the W. I just got a strike. Take that, take that. Tom.
Foolery's is great. I think you might enjoy it more than the kids do. Come to Tom Foolery's only at Kalahari Resorts in Round Rock, Texas, and play for the day without booking an overnight stay. Check us out at TomFoolery'sAdventurePark.com. Don't miss the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend only at the Dripping Springs Ranch Park Event Center. Browse a huge display of hot tubs, cold therapy tubs, and swim spas from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Immediate delivery is available and all four models must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Dripping Springs Ranch Park Event Center. Visit HotTubTX.com or call 1-800-SPA-SALE. That's HotTubTX.com. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert at Covert Chevrolet in Bastrop. The Coverts offer you more, like six GM service locations, free delivery anywhere in Texas, highly qualified GM service technicians, and the best of the best in customer sales and service. For 114 years and six generations, we've been family owned and operated. We prove it every day. We want to be your car dealer. Covert Chevrolet, Highway 71 in Bastrop, or online at covertbastrop.com. Find new roads. The Horns text line is brought to you by Specs. Specs Wide Spirits and Finer Foods. You're on the way. Less to pay. Everyday store. Cheers to savings. Aaron Hogan. You just got to keep living, man. Rod Babers. L-I-V-I-N. E and Rod B. On the Horn. Who said that? Who said that? Who said it? Uh, Abe from Midland on the text line said... Today, Miles hit, Garrett hit Mason Rudolph into his helmet. My coworkers from India were watching their first center ever NFL no! game. They were shocked but entertained and asked, is that part of the game? Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> is that part of the game? Actually, we've never seen that before. So, And hopefully never again. Oh, I could have killed man. the man. That was, was said. They had never seen an NFL game. Is this uh, tra- this traditional? Does this happen all the time? Actually, no. But as long as they're entertained, who cares? Who cares? Are you entertained? Aren't, right. you, aren't you entertained? <laughs> I gave us something to talk about for like two weeks. It, yeah. Oh, I did. Yes, well, it did. Yeah. Yeah, that's dangerous. You can't, there's, there are limits to it. That you, was crazy. It was crazy. That was, that was you know, insane. Lucky not to be killed. Hey, so, uh, <laughs> Rod, I have something to play for you. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the, my theme, I told you, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. And who said that? First... The thrill of victory. It's what sports is all about. How are you doing? I am doing great. How, how are you doing? Amazing. Amazing. You know, hard work paid off. You said it was going to. Yep, it did. Walk me through that play. I just seen a ball in there. You know I had opportunity. Secured the ball, secured the catch first, and let the team work. And after that, it just happened. What was that moment like for you when you knew hey, you crossed the finish line, across the goal line, and you won the game? Game time. <laughs> and I went in my my shirt and said, game time. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Talk about the emotions right, of there you this go. game. There you go. Who's that, Rob? Like, Who said that? Uh, is that Gibson? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, undrafted free agent score with the punt return. Lumberjack, Stephen F. Austin, baby. Two-time whack offensive player of the year. Hey, game how time. you like that? How about that? I mean, but you know what? If you see, if you watched all of the Hard Knocks, he became one of the the storylines. He was. He was one. Was he going to make that roster? That's exactly how what Hard Knocks wants. They want to feature a player who's kind who's special. Oh, scripts on scripts back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's special? Who who is lovable? So obviously fans like him too. Who is fighting for that roster spot and then actually make the team and then the story continues House into call the season. The yeah. game. Yeah, it's a perfect scenario for Hard Knocks. All right. I'm not gonna lie. I stopped watching. 
So I didn't. I didn't. You didn't, I didn't see I didn't, it. I didn't get to the part with that guy. How did you featured. make a bet on the uh, in live action and then not watch the end? Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying hard I stopped knocks. watching oh, Hard, hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. I'm about the game. I, I watched admit, the game. It lost some of its luster too. You're right. It, yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be one of the more watched Hard Knocks ever, like I thought, like I predicted, because it lost a lot of the buzz. The first two episodes, and then I. You know, yeah. it got a few days behind. I was like, ah, eh. yeah. I got a well, week then, behind. Well, then actual football started. That's exactly. probably what yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Actual, actual football, football started. started. Like, all right, to hell with the storylines. Let's talk, let's talk football. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. All right, uh, so uh, who said that? Let's get to another clip here. This clip, and for those who don't know who said that, we play an audio clip uh, from sports-related audio clip, and Ian and I are supposed to figure out, based on the context clues, who said that. Here is a um, – he's a football player. He may be one of the best defensive players in the league right now. Who said that? And I just don't think that we should sleep on Brock Purdy no more. Yes, he was a seventh-round pick. Yes, he came in late in the season and won six straight games, took him to the NFC Championship before his injury. But Purdy, you would not be slept on no more, brother. I think people are coming for you the same way they come for Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you were surrounded by a great team, but you were playing your butt off. And uh, you got one hell of a story, brother. Um, if we were to rank Purdy right now, I would put Purdy around. I think Purdy's a top 15 quarterback. There's things that we still want to see from Purdy, not when Purdy's winning, but when Purdy's down. You know, I think the adversity aspect of the football game is huge. Learning how to play from behind, learning situational football. Um, it's not something I'm saying he can't do. It's just something that we just haven't seen yet. All right. All right. E, who said that? I don't know who that is. Oh, you should. I don't know the voice. Dallas Cowboys, best player, if you ask Jerry Jones. Micah Boston. Micah. He probably said Micah. That's Micah? Micah. Yeah, it's Micah He Parsons. has a really good podcast. Micah. Well, he's a baller. I mean, uh, I agree with him on Brock Purdy. I'm I'm convinced. I mean, he's top 15. You know, he's, he's started, what, eight or nine games. Now, he still hasn't thrown an interception. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Go look it up. I don't think he's thrown a pick. It, 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 you know. Um, the guy takes care of the ball. He's accurate. He's really poised. He's really good. Uh, meanwhile, someone who likes to throw interceptions is my agony of defeat, Rod. <laughs> who said this? Is that something he did, or is that just you maybe forcing the ball, trying to force the ball in a little bit? Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, <sighs> yeah, same shit. Same place, different day. What do you mean by that? Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> same, play, same blank, different day. Well, that's got to be Josh Allen. That's Josh Allen. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. 37 giveaways since the start of 2022 in the last 19 That was games. his reaction. Aren't you excited if you're part of the Bills Mafia and your quarterback says, yeah, same blank, different day. Hey, Man, what's if, the definition of insanity? God, yeah. No, dang. If, if, uh, Josh, just, if uh, Josh Allen comes to your stadium, you have to start playing that song. This is the chorus. Oh, that's <laughs> give away, right. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Every time the Chili Peppers, baby. Because he's averaging like two turnovers per game now in the last 19 games. He's going to give it away to you. All right. You ready for this one? I am ready. All right. This is uh, a college football coach. Who said that? Took some offense to you guys going out to the middle of the field before the game on Saturday. Um, any thoughts from you or is it something you, you guys did in Minnesota, something you typically do with part of the we do it every day. We go there and we pray for blessing. When they, they came in, I asked them if they wanted to, I said, I asked Shadur if he wanted to pray with us. You know, I mean, we're, we, I, I pray over every, you know, I'm a public official and I can have my own faith. I say pray, we, we take a moment of team, like, you know, it's not, 
it's non denominational We have Muslim guys, we have non believers We just take a moment as a team and just, I want that field to be safe for everybody. Um, you know, at the, at the end of the game, no, one, no one's going to tell me who I am. You know, at the end of that game, they told me, hey, we're going to run right off the field and they're going to storm the field. I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't care if I get beaten up by a mob. I'm walking across, running across that field and I'm shaking Coach Sanders' hand. So no, people can say, what, you know, when you're losing, people are going to say all kinds of things about you. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly who I am. And I'm coaching this team with class and I'm not changing. And I went over there and I shook that man's hand. I whispered in his ear. And I've never disrespected an opponent a day in my life and never will. All right, there's Matt Roll. Yeah, who's that, that? Matt yeah. Rule. Said he asked Shadur um, to come over and pray with him. What's up with that music? I don't, I don't know. know why the music it's, is it's so r- dramatic. <laughs> that's from the 24-7 Nebraska account, too. I'm like, what, are they trying to make him like look like a like a badass or something? I have no idea. What, the music did not fit <laughs> <laughs> the audio. I was like, why is the music? It makes it seem very dramatic. Hey, Coach, it? you went out there and lost by 30. Uh, why Why were you on the middle of the field? You know, that, I'm sure that, that might have been like a TikTok video where they try to put the dramatics behind <laughs> it. But it was from the 24-7. It was, it was from 247. He's right. Well, it's a 247 Huskers account, so hey, I don't know why uh, they did that. By the way, correction, Brock Purdy's thrown four interceptions in his Ah, there you go. Eight, 18 touchdowns, four picks. Okay. So he ain't perfect. He's purdy, though. He ain't perfect, but he's purdy. Yes. Purdy. But Shano's bullish on purdy. And if, if Shano is bullish on purdy, then it's got to be something special to him because Shano's not really bullish on quarterbacks. His system is an insert quarterback here system. The only quarterbacks he's ever been bullish on is like Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo. He was kind of bullish on Jimmy. They paid Jimmy a lot of money. I watched that game specifically because I thought it was the best matchup of Sunday, the Steelers and the Niners, and it was not close. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I wouldn't have been as surprised of the of the overwhelming if it had been in San Francisco, right? And yeah. that's what was so impressive about the Cowboys, mm-hmm. to do that in New York. Good night. Hey, uh, we got the fabulous fifth hour to come. That's oh, right. That's, uh, you know, never know where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll grind on five hours a day, five days a week. It's Austin's only morning sports conversation here on The Horn. Find us on 101.9. Find us on AM 1260 and certainly find us on that Horn app. Download it to your smartphone. And uh, the brand new iPhones are out today. Oh, yeah. You're getting one. Get that Horn app. Touch of a button. You got us wherever you are. Also on our website, on the Twitch channel at hornfm.com. Our YouTube page at the Horn Austin. D and Rod B. Your exclusive home for the Jim Rome Show. We also have an affiliate in Austin. You'll never find anybody anywhere who doesn't think that that's one of the best towns ever. It is. Big shout out to our new affiliate in Austin. The Horn, 101.9 FM in 1260 AM. The jungle is always growing. It's a Texas takeover. The Jim Rome Show, 11 to 2. Good to be back 